Hey everybody, welcome back to The Great and Terrible Oz. We uh, watched episode 9, Drink the Kool-Aid today, an episode where they really, really want to tie it into real-world terrible events for Gravitas, I guess. Uh, with me, as always, is Miss Shadow Lovely and Slow Beef. Hey! Hey! Hello! <laughs> um, wowie. So, th- <laughs> we should probably start off with, uh, Beef, you were talking about how this opening scene of this episode is like almost a template they repeat like five times within the episode. <laughs> like it is a template that they use the overarching framing twice and inside of the framing they use it like five times. It'll make you know what beef go, go for it. It'll so, make more yeah, sense when you say it. This this scene I'm about to describe happens a couple times and it's not very important. But basically what happens is we're gonna get Evan Peters or Kai Anderson narrating um, a real-life cult like Jonestown or Heaven's Gate, and we'll get a dramatization on screen of what's happening with Evan Peters playing the cult leader, such as the guy who, I can't think of his name, who, like, runs Heaven's Gate, or Jim Jones, and basically... Like crash, yeah, all that. And for what it's worth, also intercut with real footage from these tragedies, which is, um, considering it already, this part takes, like, the first 12 minutes of the episode and says, nothing of value is... Super tasteless. Yeah. Just want to put that out there. Nah. Super tasteless. Yeah, Go ahead. It's, it sucks a lot. And um, what really sucks about it then is very unrealistically, we'll also pan back to um, Kai's like little fight club basement where his uh, new Project Mayhem friends, except, you know, are like like listening like a sleepover. And, and they like talk like that, too. Like, is that really what happened, Kai? And he's like, yeah. And Jim Jones, blah, blah, blah. And. It's, One of them is like literally laying on his stomach with his like feet kicking in the air and his like hands, his like chin up on his hands, like doing that like very generic, like little kid listening to a story pose. Yeah. It is. Re- and they're like 27 to like 35 year old men, <laughs> to be clear. Also, like it, it's it's so weird. Evan Peters is literally shining a flashlight on his face like he's telling a campfire story. Like Kai right. is literally illuminating his face with a flashlight. Like and it's a campfire supposed story. to be. Inspirational story and not really like a horror story, so even that framing doesn't really work. Yeah, it yeah, it sucks. It sucks pretty bad. And like, and that's the thing because like, obviously, I guess it's supposed to be kind of funny and like at the expense of the cult members. But again, we're showing these real life things that happen, so it just it's like kind of awful. And also, you don't need to humanize Nazis. I'll say it. You don't have to. It's yeah. cool. We can just hate him. That's a, it's that's fine. They don't have to be funny. We can just we can just hate him and kill him. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if nothing else, it made made at least me um, view them as much stupider because like all of the things that Ty yeah. is talking about is stuff that like even if you're not into like true crime, like you know at least like the baseline information. But in so many circumstances in this episode alone, people are like, who's Jim Jones? I'm like, what do you mean who's Jim Jones? Like you're in a cult and you don't know who Jim Jones is? Like it, yeah, Yeah. it just made me uh, realize that every human (laughs) being in that room um, was a moron. But it also, Yeah, yeah. Later on, they all get one-upped by a literal child. We will get there, but it, it yeah, woof. And, like, you know what pisses, like, and, like uh, is stupid about it, too, is, like, at Kai, tell, again, Kai does this, like, a few times in this episode, telling the cult stories about other cults and how great their leaders were, and I get they're indoctrinated, but none of them are seeing, like, like, you've heard about how it went for, you know, Jonestown and Heaven's Gate and, you know, 
uh, the crush, like the Waco thing. So like, you think like a few of them would be like, wait a sec, like this isn't going to go well for any of us. You know what I mean? Like none of them go like, oh, I heard about that cult. And I thought that was kind of weird or whatever. They were like, yep. Oh yeah. This thing I never heard of, even though it was national news and blah, blah, blah. Well, sounds great to me, but whatever. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't make sense because you wouldn't be like, here's the here's the way all of this fails. Also, it's important that they were all willing to kill themselves for the leader. So I need to make sure y'all are willing to kill yourselves for me. And he's like, would everyone do that? And one guy's like, hey, can I jack off already? And he's like, no, no jacking off in my cult, which is hugely hypocritical <laughs> if I do say so myself. Yeah, that's that. Got in the I... cult at the wrong time, got in post jacking off rule, which is really, really a bummer for the Nazis. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. prior to this exact moment in time, Kai was very pro jacking off in the cult. Now, not so much. Yeah, it's a, it's a shame about that change of heart he had, I guess, but... also a guy named speedwagon very eagerly says that might not be cool with killing himself for the cult but he absolutely will cut his balls off nobody asked him to do that he just wanted to volunteer that info yeah they the the cult members all have like cute little like code names like the worst metal gear solid fan fiction you've ever read and it's like yeah there's speedwagon and and liz you actually got like wrote them all down because one of them is like (laughs) heart attack Heart attack, tripod, gutter ball, sandstorm, and speed wagon are all in scene number one. These are their real names. <laughs> I, I, again, must reiterate that we are not making this up to be funny on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> sandstorm also, and gutter yeah. ball are willing to die, though. That's an important note, evidently. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and during during this as well, um, Kai does feel the need to breed, bring up like 12 times. He's like... And all of those cult leaders had special mystical nut, and only they were allowed to nut. And they needed to nut as much as possible. And that's why it's important that I nut as much as possible. But not you! <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. That's all brought up before the jerking off comment, by the way. So, like, he, he starts talking about the nutting, like, way before anyone even mentions jerking off. He just really wants you to know about the special sperm. And, and, like, he's legitimately, by the way, like, and he had divine sperm. Like, he's, like, really getting into it. It's quite a lot. Quite yeah. A, quite a lot. No, it is. It is. It is quite a lot. And uh, Heart Attack straight up asks him at one point, he's like, wait a minute. Why are you telling us about cults and how you're, like, a cult leader? Is this a cult? And he goes, all politics is a cult of personality. Sit down, Speedwagon. And Speedwagon goes... I'm dumb as a bag of hammers. Okay. <laughs> and then sits down. <laughs> Which, by the way, that phrase, all politics is a is a cult of personality, that's nothing. That's word salad. Like, that means nothing, Kai. Like, especially, especially not to heart attack. Like, you... D- so... This, this yeah. is the longest opening. Yeah. Because then... It's because you might be like, wait, I thought Kai was running for office. What happened to that? And though it's kind of there because then we show Kai at the zoning board meeting. And uh, yeah, he's like, he, he, he has a speech about how or no, that he wants this like measure to have like a private Internet, I guess, for the, the town. We're basically what it is. He he wants to have a town Internet that is entirely firewalled at his discretion, including 
Young men are looking at too much porn. Again, Kai really just anti-jacking it all of a sudden in a way I really not down for. Um, and then also, it's like, and how many young mothers have we lost to Candy Crush? Which, like, yeah, that's yeah, that's the straights at it again. <laughs> just uh, jerking off in Candy Crush, ruining the American nuclear family unit for sure. We lost. A, he said we lost a generation of moms to Candy Crush, which is the oddest like anti-video game thing i've ever heard in my life but like. bro just play mo- mobile games are fine <laughs> they're, they're just like littler video games bro also like the the quote-unquote moms who play candy crush are like easily 50 plus years old like they're not having more children and they don't have children yeah. to raise still so like let them when, play candy crush when was that a problem for anyone like in any political speech like i've never heard that from anything Anyone want to guess how many levels there are in Candy Crush at the moment? Um, infinite. Um, as of July 2022, uh, you can play 12,185 mm-hmm. levels over 813 episodes. Just wanted everyone to know Candy Crush is still going. It's, <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's awful. I hate Candy Crush. I, can, I could talk a lot about it. <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> the mechanics of can it's all random it's rng they just disguise it um so like uh what the heck yeah so basically like one councilman's like that's expensive and weird and but everyone's like afraid of kai i guess so they're all like oh i don't know what it is is he goes like yeah we need to do these bands and another guy's like that's stupid you're stupid we're not building an inside internet for just our town you weirdo yeah and then kai goes yeah councilman you haven't spoken up much and like gesticulates at a man with a black eye and like in an arm <laughs> sling and like he got beat up in looney tunes and put in a looney tunes hospital <laughs> 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 and he turns over and he goes, uh, yes, Mr. Anderson, I think we should do it. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, oh, we don't want to get beat up like him. So, okay, we'll just capitulate to you, I guess. It's like, Which, it's- again, this is the zoning board. I cannot emphasize enough. This is a zoning board meeting. Nothing about it makes any sense. Right. And then, and like, yeah, somehow Kai is getting away with like literally taking over this town with like a little Nazi fascist army. And then, um, he goes, and by the way, I'm, I'm announcing that I'm running for Senate, the state Senate. I think I'm the man for the job. And this, the, the one guy's like, you do realize your opponent is a three term incumbent with a lot of popularity who I'm not naming because, uh, you know, by, I don't want to name a real senator for some reason. You know, real deal cults and actual dead people, sure. But, you know, don't impugn a politician, I guess. Like... Oh my god! Yeah, so he lets him know Bo Jiden is the uh, is the senator here, and there's no way. And Kai just goes, "Anything can happen. Who knows? Maybe I maybe I'll assassinate Bo Jiden since right? Kai Anderson <laughs> like, directly too. Like it's like the most obvious. He's like, man, there's no way you're gonna win. And he's like, I thought, what if he dies? And he's like, oh, man. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, and then like it, it pans out to the audience for this zoning board meeting, um, and it's of course all of like Kai's little fellas, um, and they're they're clapping, um, for him, and are like, yeah, Senate. And I'm like, this is still only a room of like thirty people. Like, this is not. This is like 
at best, this is like a group of guys who can get a little rowdy on like a Saturday night. Like you're not going to win yeah. the Senate with like these 20 fellas. I, like I have thrown house parties with more attendees. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's not, you're not going to win Senate that way, bud. And like, but there, and there's no other reporters besides Beverly. Like there's no newspaper or anything. Cause this is a story, you know, like, like what is going on in our town kind of thing, but whatever, I guess. So we've had a lot happen in this t- in this very this like canonically very small town has had a mass shooting. It's had two candidates die in its most recent zoning board election. It had, <laughs> know, someone, right? who, who, it had someone who was on the zoning board get murder suicided. Like this is a really uh this town has a lot of problems, but nobody really seems to be like, huh. A string of clown murders? The thing that they're like actively pushing? <laughs> the thing that even they're like, we want people to see this one. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Two two deaths surrounding the one food establishment in town, two employees murdered at the one food establishment in town. Like, nobody thinks that's a little bit weird. No one's connecting any dots. Like, yeah, holy smokes. After this episode, the butchery needs like a full investigation. Like, <laughs> I earlier on, when one person was hung up in the meat locker, said I would probably be done working at the butchery at that point. I can confidently say after today's episode, I would not work at the butchery. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> so. Then, incredibly, like, we go to Allie and Ivy for the scene that, like, like made well, me, like, throw Really quickly. Up. Oh, yeah, sorry. Kai, Kai walks out. When he's walking out, he turns and he's just like, hey, uh, so uh, what are the women up to? What are they oh, yeah. doing? To which, yeah, a- as Liz noted here, um, I thought him and Baba O'Reilly or Baby <laughs> Babsies or baby whatever. Bobsled. Baby Bob Yeah, Baby Bobsled or whatever. Like, I thought that was the whole thing was... He set them up with her so that they would fail and intentionally, like, not... I thought he knew everything and was, like, Mr. Mastermind. But now, apparently, he's just like, I don't know. I just... I just That lady smoking a fat stogie in a druid cloak really spoke to me. I just she, like their vibes. She is such an unimportant character now, too, that, like... And this isn't, like, a little joke I'm making for the podcast before we started. I almost accidentally called her Baba Booey. Like, not to be funny, just because I totally <laughs> forgot what the hell her name was. I, I legitimately don't remember. It was B. like Babby. Babby. Baby. Baby Babbitt or Baby Babbitt. Okay. Un bebe. Again, she has not shown up since that episode. Like, they. They she didn't was, write her out of the story. Like they forgot her out of the she story. It was an end of the episode cliffhanger reveal, and then she just yeah. vanished into thin air and was never spoken of again. <laughs> Do you think that episode was just like rated and reviewed so poorly? Because it famously is like one of the worst reviewed episodes I, of all time of this show. I'm from the future. I'll say like it's not the end of the story with. Baby Babbitt, baby, baby oh, Babbitt. God I don't know, it. you know, but son of a bitch. Yeah, no, it, I, it feels like I was more of a. Hoping it was. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I had to go a little ahead because I was just kind of <sighs> disgusted with this episode. And, um. Anyway, but yeah, then then he's just like, yeah, they should have been at the meeting. Why weren't they at the meeting? And like, hey, Kai. I thought the point was that you set them up to fail so that you could then have an excuse to kick them out and still be, you know, righteous. Yeah. But it seems like he's just confused <laughs> by his own actions. He's like, I just wanted to mess with them. I don't I don't know why everybody's acting like I wanted to kick them out or anything. I just wanted to make them unhappy. I don't know why everybody's pointing fingers at me. 
But then, uh, so then we have the scene that I, I really, I don't know, this is one of many this episode that, um, but anyway, so we go to, we, we decide to see what, check in with the ladies and specifically Allie and Ivy who, um, oh boy. So uh, Allie's gonna, um, Ivy's gonna get her comeuppance here cause Allie's upset and she's like, well, first, like, Allie is like, why did you join a cult? Which, which I, you know, or I, yeah, Ivy's like, why did you join the cult? And Allie's like, why did you join the cult, actually? And, um, Ivy's like. Which, like, valid. Yeah. It was really weird that Ivy was like, why would you join a cult, Allie? Oh, you joining a cult? And it's like, Ivy, you did it first. You literally <laughs> did it first. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Ivy, you have yeah. no ground to stand on. We're gonna learn exactly how, I guess. But like, we are we are now, by the way, with a new competent alley. You know, she's like a new alley's in town because she's like kind of like forthright and everything, and you know, still not sensical. But like, yeah, she's like um, Ivy's like you know, honestly, like I uh, I really hated you. It wasn't just Jill Stein. The restaurant wasn't doing well, and I you know I. I was so mad at you. I wanted some, and then she's like, "I wanted someone to tell me what to do, to give me direction and stuff." And and Allie's like, "You wanted a daddy." And she's like, "Yeah," which like, which I, considering her opening statement was like, part of her frustrations were the restaurant was ten times as much work I thought for half as much reward, which like. Yeah, welcome to the restaurant industry. Uh, mm -hmm. I, that made sense, but then yeah, I, I you wanted a daddy. Oh, you were struggling with a very frustrating field in a, <laughs> in a very difficult market. Oh, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's daddy issues. That's yeah. what it is. Totally, hundred percent. What, like, what's extra frustrating is like Ivy's characterization has always been very frustrating. Like her involvement in the cult has always been very frustrating. But this mm -hmm. specific revelation is very frustrating for two reasons. One. If her motivation was like, oh, like the business going under or like the business not doing well, because that is hinted at in a flashback. Um, it really stressed me out or something. It would have a made sense if Kai had been like, join my cult and I'll make your restaurant successful or something right. to that nature. Like if if Kai's answer would have been to fix that problem. But it's not because B, <laughs> her other incentive, like when she's having the stupid pinky promise with Kai she tells Kai that her motivation is that she hates Allie because of Allie's connection to Oz. Because Allie got to give birth to Oz and had, like, the physical connection to Oz. And that's why she resents Allie so much. God, which she I never brings that. up. Yeah, me too. Me she too. I forgot too. She never brings it up, which is so frustrating because now this is the third reason that we are given a third explanation from <laughs> ivy that we're given about why she joined the cult and none of Whoa. them are connected to one another you are absolutely just like, right just, just like the joker <laughs> how did I, you want to know how i got these scars uh my wife had a baby <laughs> and i wanted to have the baby she voted I for jill stein also, my restaurant was failing, and nobody <laughs> laughed at my jokes. Did I mention I had daddy Joker. issues? No. Well, I do. Yeah. That's yeah, not an under the plot point. Issues too. <laughs> it was that too. I needed Jesus to take the wheel, but there wasn't Jesus, so there was Kai Anderson, who luckily could do a pretty convincing Jesus to, if need be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, and, and it, like I said, it's extra frustrating because one of those things—that one of those things being the restaurant's 
specifically because that's a good characterization for Ivy is that she is like this entrepreneur who's like a chef and also is running a business like her being stressed out and needing someone to be like I will make sure your restaurant doesn't go under I will make sure people go to your restaurant like uh, that would have been a good connection that would have been a good tie for her and Kai's cult I think I think what they were trying to do is if you like I guess like research like why people join cults it is people who like need direction in their lives and are kind of isolated from people all that and they're trying to do that but it kind of doesn't really work well for Ivy you know because she has a wife and child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't, doesn't Which, really work. By the way, going back to her whole thing, her original reason for joining the cult that she tells Kai is that she like resents and hates her wife so fucking much. That is completely gone. That is thrown out the window in this episode. She like does a full 180. Now she's like, Alia, I love you so much. Like, I, I want to get back together. You're my, you're my wife and I love you and I've never hated you one minute and I was just, I needed a daddy. And, and me, 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 me. Luckily... Allie at some point does pretty explicitly go, um, hey, you tried to drive me crazy and mm-hmm. kill me. So, like, no. Yeah, Again, it's... one of those weird moments of American Horror Story kind of realizing its own plot holes, but, like, not yeah. doing anything about them, just having a character go, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> moving on. Yep. Which, if you're not watching along with us, I made a special a special note because this is funny to me specifically if you're not watching along with us um first and foremost you everyone who's listening needs to understand is starting in this episode it's it's kind of been evident in previous episodes but specifically this one moving forward the alley that we refer to is no longer the same character um yeah it is it is the same character but this is a totally different person um she now has cool kind of goth makeup um she wears eyeliner now um, later, she'll get a middle part, which is, I think, a very funny way for the showrunners to be like, see, this is character growth. <laughs> no, 100%. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, she This this alley, no fears. None. This woman yeah. is a She's, like a stone cold, like will do oh, anything woman. Okay. So they, she, she changed hair and is much more powerful now mm-hmm. and um, doesn't fear the great evil. Okay. Yeah. No, Goku did this on the way to Frieza. I know it. I know this. <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah, yeah, that's totally it's exactly that. It is. It's literally Goku getting out of the spaceship on Namek and just being like, I'm very strong now. It, it it's really just is. doing that. It is a hundred like, thousand. She got out of the that. hyperbolic time chamber and is just like, I'm not afraid of anything anymore. Bye. Yeah. There's, yeah. There, there, there's going to be a plot explanation for it at some point this episode but <laughs> so yeah I, I, ivy suddenly is like this like i'm so sorry you know whatever and then like it, I, and uh, she's like um you know like uh oh yeah so like basically at one point like winter comes in with oz you know and like i think is this where like ally kind of goes like you fuck the babysitter or you're no, fucking that's our- later. Oh, that's later. There, I'm sorry. There, there are so many scenes. No, it's okay because I had the same thought while watching the episode. There are three separate scenes where Winter enters the room with Oz. And I'm like, why do we, A, why do we keep leaving Oz with Winter? Like, after all this, <laughs> we, keep, we keep leaving Oz with Winter? Why? And B, it's always just Winter awkwardly bringing Oz in and then kind of saying nothing. It happens three separate times in this episode. And each time she just kind of awkwardly, like, saunters in with Oz and then doesn't say much. Um, there's, like, a very minimal amount of interaction with Winter. 
um, in this scene. Um, really, like, the weird takeaway from this specific sequence is that, like, Allie has to ask Oz for a hug, and then Oz, like, begrudgingly gives her a hug. Um, and then she gives him a Twisty the Clown comic, um, and mm-hmm. then Oz is like, ah, you're the cool mom now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and then takes the comic and leaves. <laughs> Yeah, because, like, uh, you know, she's like, I thought you were afraid. He doesn't even say that. He's just like, but it's got a clown. Of course it does. He's the main character. Oh, okay. Like, not even Oz yeah. is questioning this somehow. He's just like, yeah, fine, whatever. Oz is like, ah, oh, my mom's cool now. She's cool with clowns. Neat. Um, Oz is like, he- I've, seen, I've seen Dragon Ball. I know it's Goku on the way to Frieza. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. dynamic. Yeah, no, I know this arc. Okay, cool, Mom. <laughs> He's like, this is great. Then that's when Winter, um, Winter, like, starts, like, apologizing, like, profusely to Allie, um, just kind of in general like she doesn't really say what for she's just like oh sorry for being winter um and then she hands Allie a printed out piece of paper oh god she's great (laughs) she's like we have to escape the cult here (laughs) i printed out a wiki how article on how to escape a cult this is important please i want this in your mind for later I, I wanna I wanna tell you to how this scene plays out because this is a scene I tweeted like years ago because I filmed the screen because what happens is like I found she goes I found this on the internet and Allie looks at the page that says Wiki How and she says How to Escape a Cult and I know someone out there is gonna be like No they're making a joke It's American Horror Story being funny but I gotta tell you the rest of everything going on this scene the music is just as tense like there's they went right over like. I, you piece of shit. Like, there is no break. It is not comic relief. They go right through it. Or if it is comic relief, it's so badly directed and totally, like, wrong that it just flows into it. So, no, I don't think they're 100% serious, but they certainly treat it like it is. You know? I, I, I can't figure out why they did this. The characters also treat it like it's serious because they take the paper and they're like, ah, oh, good. These are this is good info. Yep, let's yeah, act no, on this. Yeah, none of them say like, Winter, you idiot. You know, like you can't find everything on the internet, you goon. But like they're just like, yeah, no, okay, that works. Let's do this. Fourteen steps, got it. Because they even say it's fourteen steps. Nobody questions Winter when Winter does things, and I feel like most of this show could have been avoided if people just questioned Winter more. Like if people just were like, what do you think Winter's up to? Uh. I feel like 90% of this show could have been avoided. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think oh. of like what happens. I don't think anything else oh. happens with Winter in that scene, but... It just kills me because this is clearly like the beginning of their attempt at redeeming Winter too. Yeah. That's what kills yeah. me about this is I, I think I might have even sent a message in our, in our, in our like, you know, talking points of just, oh my God, they started Winter's redemption arc with... Mm-hmm. Wiki how <laughs> with Wiki how <laughs> like are you kidding me? This is someone who um, has access to the deep web. By the way, this is someone who like was just previously gloating about how much time she spent on the deep web and the dark web. Um, oh, but right? like looked up Wiki how on how to escape a cult. Like didn't think about the ramifications of like the paper trail that that leaves, or like whether or not Kai might accidentally stumble upon it. Um, or, it's like, yeah, WikiHow is a good source of information, yeah, I think. Or, or you know what? Sometimes WikiHow doesn't have the best answers, you know? <laughs> if you've been on the internet a little bit, you're like, that's not quite right. Like, they kind of traced over a weird photo, like a stock image or it, you know? But maybe I shouldn't trust this website with my life. Ah, oh, well. 
Like, but they they mm. take her at face value, and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna do this." Um, and then they're like, "The first thing it says is like, uh, like pack lightly." And then Allie's like, "No packing." And so they're very clearly moving forward with the WikiHow article. Um, yeah. But what gets me is like, the guy that you're trying to escape is on the zoning board. Um, just go <laughs> to a different town and tell the police. Honestly. Right? Like, how far like, can this influence <laughs> possibly go? Yeah, this is a little greasy man. This is a little greasy man on the zoning board in a town of twelve people. A little people. greasy man that is implicit is like implicit in like five or six murders that you have exact information on and uh, firsthand accounts. Like, hey, R- Ivy, you were in the room when he did that. Like, also, if look. like like I think <laughs> I think that's what they want us to think is like, oh well, they can't go to the police because they were like involved in it, and but, like all of the people who could Im- implicate you besides Kai are dead now. Vinny like, Ravioli has friends and family who think yeah. he should have been back by now. You know, you can figure yeah. it. <laughs> and all of the people who are and like that's the thing is like it would be so easy to be like, hey, that dude who was just elected to the zoning board. You know how like a bunch of people around that election for some reason just mysteriously died and there were like clown murders. Um, that guy, like, go look in his basement. Like that that dude. Like, go go to one of the meetings. Yeah, you can literally be like, go upstairs. It's the third door on the right. He's not gonna let you in. Break the door down. His parents are in there dead, and they never move the bodies. Just in case you want some starting proof that's very hard to maybe make you more invested into looking into the rest of this. <laughs> yeah, that's that really that really grinded my gears because like I'm like I I would get it if this was like a Jonestown situation. Where where, like thousands of people are involved or like the church of scientology or some shit but it's not this is a little greasy 4chan man who um also has to walk with a cane now um and has like maybe 20 fellas who will kind of do what he says um and they're dumb as rocks so you don't have to worry about them finding you it's not like you've angered the mob literally just and- drive to another town literally <laughs> This, you know, it's funny is that this story would work a lot better if it was something a little bigger scale like Scientology or something because there's even scenes, remember before at the protesters and Kai's like, I paid him off. Like, wouldn't it make more sense if that was just a lot of cult members like and we could like at least imply Kai has like some sort of like muscle and everything but instead it, yeah it just keeps coming back to like this is a fucking zone oh, we cannot afford to hire that many extras man <laughs> oh my god we're already pushing it with these 18 little freaks in the basement <laughs> <laughs> yep. and now oh, they have yeah. speaking lines this sucks Ugh. I wish more speed wagon, more like speech wagon, and I wish you didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of speed wagon, someone's at the door, and it's speed wagon. Um, speed wagon and a few other of the Proud Boys. Um, and then like they, he comes in, and Winter Ivy and Allie are all standing there, and he's like, "What's this about?" I'm like, "Allie and Ivy are married, and you know that." And Winter is their nanny. Um, it's not weird that they're together. It's not even suspicious that they're together. Uh. I'm not sure why you're treating it like you caught them doing something. They uh would reasonably be together. That's that would be a normal thing for these characters to be doing, but he's super tilted about it. Um and he's like Grandmaster Kai wants to come wants everybody to come for a meeting and they're like, "Oh shit, like we're busted." And then they're like, "Bring Oz." Um which they play like a horror movie sting at this point um, and treat it like this is like a huge thing. Like, oh, no, we have to bring Oz with us. And I'm like, wait a second, actually. Um, Winter is his babysitter. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Allie wasn't allowed to see him, and Ivy's in the cult. So where has Oz been for all the previous cult activities? Because it's not with either. <laughs> it's not with any of the three people who have been tasked with taking care of him. So mm-hmm. what has Oz been doing during all the Winter cult just stuff? plopped him. Winter just plopped him down in front of a laptop, opened a, the dark web, and was like, "Go, go <laughs> wild, kid." <laughs> Honestly, probably. But either way, We're like gonna... that, this isn't that much different. Um, him coming to like the cult meeting, not that much different. They're like, oh, he can stay upstairs and watch cartoons. I'm like, yeah, why are you worried now? Like, Oz has been like on the edge of all of these cult proceedings up until now. This isn't that weird. It's, yeah. Yeah. It, but, you know, okay. And I guess, you know, whatever. We're all tense. You know, we're going to the cult to see, uh, whatever. And then, like, <laughs> I like this note you wrote too. Like, um, the women are confined to the 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 gamer basement. The gamer basement. Which, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, the women I, are sent to the gamer basement. It. Yeah, this is a hundred percent the gamer basement. Yeah. Um, and then Beverly's here, and she like she's like, winner, you bitch, and punches her, and they get in a fight, and they get broken up, and. All the Fight Club guys are kind of, ha, ha, yeah. whatever. Yeah. She starts, like, attacking Winter and is just like, you bitch, I hate you so much. And I, I'll i be honest, I don't understand. You don't, don't remember, remember why, why she would do that? Yeah, me did- either. And I, I, I've oh, seen this remember, now twice. She, she framed her. Remember, like, before, like, um, when she killed, not Harris, oh, the other guy. right. Winter, Winter oh. used her as an excuse. Yeah. Right, right, she right, killed, right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we don't like sense. I don't know again we don't know why exactly Kai hasn't really killed Beverly or whatever but she's still here so whatever um she's been in quote unquote <laughs> solitary confinement until now so she's like, not doing great honestly like 99% of everything you could say about like why did that happen with American Heart is just like yeah whatever anyway you know like it's just not important <laughs> it's never explained it's just it just is anyhow um so yeah and then like Kai is like, no, nah, 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 all right, listen, break it up, break it up, because we are going to take this to the next level, all right? We are going to um, transcend um, to the next dimension, and he brings out a big pot of Kool-Aid, and he's going to have everybody drink it, and it's going to corrode, you know, uh, it's going to corrode your throat, and we're all going to die together, but we're not really going to die and stuff, and the women are all freaking out, and then I think one guy's like, no, screw this, so they shoot him, predictably, and then everyone's and gary is especially ready for to die you know yeah yeah pus buckets like i don't want to i actually uh am not about this i joined this because it was a weird little alt-right political movement and i'm that kind of freak i'm not the wanting to transcend my physical body freak actually (laughs) you have Mm -hmm. you recruited you recruited a different kind of freak you fucked up and then um Kai goes, Gary, he's shown his true colors. Pull your gun out. And he goes, what? And then Gary shoots him in the chest like eight times, like an <laughs> unnecessary number of times. Like, truly, like, wasteful. A wasteful amount of bullets being used here. And, um, <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's Puss Bucket. He's a little Nazi shithead. He deserves zero bullets. But, you know, here, here we go. Um, and, yeah, uh, he's cool with this. Like, everybody in the room is just like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is normal. Also, it's at this point where when they are passing out the Kool-Aid, um, Winter's like, who's Jim Jones? I'm like, Winter, shut the fuck up. Like, out of all of the people in this room, the dark web sur- surfing goth who mm-hmm. just Googled how to escape a yeah. cult doesn't know who Jim Jones is. Like, so, I... Mm. So you should have been here for story time. And, 
and doesn't make the connection when he pulls out a thing of Kool-Aid and goes, time to drink the cult Kool-Aid. Does this ring any bells? And she goes, who's Jim Jones? <laughs> and by the way, uh, for folks at home, if they haven't like hammered this home, the name of this episode is Drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Who's Steve Jobs? <laughs> yeah. yeah Who's Elon Musk? <laughs> <laughs> like, and the thing that's like, okay, so like this whole scene is is dumb for a lot of reasons. Um, but like the thing about it, which by the way, we briefly touched on it before, pretty fucked up. Per- me personally, I find it specifically fucked up that they like spliced in real um footage of like the the Jim Jones, like all the bodies and stuff, because Typically, when people sign up to watch, like, a horror movie or horror media, um, they're not also agreeing to see, like, actual death. Right. Um, I feel like that's a very fucked up thing for shows to do. That's just my personal opinion, is that don't uh, expose people to things they didn't consent to when they signed up to watch a TV show. Oh, and especially when you're cutting it in with dramatizations of having the actors and actresses, like choking out and like gurgling on their own vomit and shit which is almost certainly not what the poison they would use would do so they're like making it extra horrifying and then cutting it in with real footage which is just like again we've talked in the past about how like hey maybe don't do revisionism on real events <laughs> this yeah. i think like also tragedies, counts as that like tragedies yeah. and murders and stuff which they do some they do a lot of stuff with some serial killers and other in other, uh, in other uh, seasons that we will eventually get to um but the thing that like specifically strikes me about this scene besides just that is that like even so what we're like supposed to be taking into this scene is that kai is like I am going to emulate the people I look up to, which is like Jim Jones, et cetera, et cetera. Um, But he's missing the very crucial element of that. The people who agreed to uh, kill themselves for Jim Jones um, did so because he convinced them that they were all going to be executed by the government anyway. So like they had nothing to lose at that point, really, in their Mm -hmm. minds. Um, They weren't just some people hanging out in a basement with a dude who wanted to be on the Senate um, and who was on the zoning board. So like, yeah, like just, these people just, just do not have it. that motivation. Like these people yeah. do not have that motivation to kill themselves, nor would it make sense for them to have that motivation because they don't have, they have stuff to lose. Like they're, this is a s- extremely low stakes for them. <laughs> like they can just be like, I think we should all leave. Uh, and then they could just do that. It's not like they're being hunted by the government or something like they're fine. Um, Everybody's on board mostly for drinking the Kool-Aid. Um specifically mm-hmm. <laughs> specifically Speedwagon and Beverly. They are hype as hell for this. Um yep. Well, Beverly I think was like shaking and kind of yelling a little bit. I think her yelling was more like no yelling. Whereas yeah, the rest of the guys were starting to just be like dudes rock and then chug the Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, like, and then it's a scene where, like, everybody eventually has to do it, and everybody does do it, because, like, obviously there's a dude with a gun who will right, shoot yeah. you if you don't. Um, so everybody does it, um, and then Kai's like, it's happening, and Kai does it, too, for what it's worth, um, yeah. which should have been the first hint to everybody that, like, ah, this is bullshit. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was, like, obviously bullshit from the beginning, right? Like, that's yeah. the other reason this scene doesn't work, is because, like, both in context of the story... And meta-contextually, 
as like if you were the writer of this show, which you have to assume the viewers are aware that the show they're watching is a TV show and not real. So the Mm -hmm. writers are able to, you know, change things. Um, It would make no sense. Right. If Kai did this and it was actually he was actually doing it. There's no there's no context where it even makes a little sense in universe, out of universe, as a showrunner, as a viewer, anything um, which is why it's extra frustrating when afterwards Kai goes, ha ha, no real poison. It, what a trick, everybody, right? Everybody yeah. loves this? <laughs> why would like, I do this? No, we, we have to explain how he reveals this, though, because he everybody oh, yeah. has drunk it, and everybody's like, hell yeah, we're going to die. This is awesome. Hell yeah. Um, and then Gary goes, I think I'm shitting my pants. And then <laughs> Kai goes, Kai goes, that was your colitis. <laughs> Yeah, you just that admitted that for no reason. This is regular Kool-Aid, which means Gary canonically shat his pants. <laughs> um, and for, does for it no enough reason, that Kai really. knows why? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Kai's like, nah, I just pranked everybody. Um, But then everybody starts cheering like, yeah, we knew what Kai would do it. And I'm like, you were just hyped to die. Why are yeah. you excited that he lied to you now? Like, here's the thing that really, really grinds my gears about this episode as a whole is because now Kai has done the number one cult leader no-no, which he has actively and openly broken the trust of the people who are brainwashed by him. That is like cult leader number one do not do because if people don't trust you, you can't manipulate them. So he just made everybody look like a fool. Um, Did you you read a wiki how how to run a cult? Cause that's some good advice. No, I'm just, I'm just yeah. I may have I may have done a little bit of editing on the wiki how for <laughs> for how to, how to run a cult 2022. Um, but like, and and he's like, you idiots! Why would I want to die? I'm running for senate. Like, I need you guys alive. I need you guys to vote. Dead people can't vote, idiots! Like, he's he's just like negging them essentially and calling them dumb for thinking. That he was going to do something, which, again, is not what cult people do. And I make a note here. That's what gang people do. They're like when gang are like mafia leader bosses, they're like, you don't need to trust me. I will just kill you if you don't do what I yeah. want, idiot. Like that's they have confused cults and gangs here, um, which I yeah. think is very similar to their ice cream truck and clown conflation as well. Like and they have general ideas, but they don't understand the the like details. <laughs> Well, like, you know what's frustrating, too, is that there's, like, because you, the viewer, there's no tension because you just saw a couple scenes ago when he's like, I'm going to run for Senate. So this doesn't make sense. What would have made sense if you did this, then you do the scene with Kai running for Senate. And some of you might say, but those would be out of order, you know, time-wise, to which I say that was never a problem. Yeah, good news. They don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, or or like even here's even a better. Well, I can't believe we're workshopping American Horror Story. Here we are, though. Um, so what they could have done is have an introductory scene where Kai has a realization, maybe when he's talking to his dead parents or his older brother or whatever, and is like, 
hey, um, I actually kind of ran out of runway. I didn't realize that after the zoning board, there was, in fact, no actual direct ladder up to Senate from a local zoning board. And now I have come to this realization. Oh, fuck, what do I do from here? Because then, you know, maybe there would be this whole thing of like he got in over his head. Maybe he is going to do it. Maybe this is his way out. Something like that. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, go like, ah, actually, I'm running for Senate, you know, and like do that. Um, but yeah, they, yeah, the order is just like all wrong. <laughs> it's just yeah. all wrong. Like they they deflated the entire scene before it started. Mm-hmm. Which yep. you may be wondering, um, well, where do we go from here? Do we start the Kai running for Senate arc? No, um, we start a different arc, a very strange arc um, that nobody wanted or saw coming. We br- very briefly got kind of a little taste of it a few episodes ago. And if you'll remember, it was very weird. Um, and now it's about to get weirder. And I will explain more in just a second. First, though, very weird small scene um, where Allie and Ivy are packing things, um, which they specifically said they weren't doing, um, and getting ready to leave. They're allowed to leave because they drank the Kool-Aid, um, and then they like yeah. go home and start packing to leave. Um, so this scene, this scene bugs me so much. What happens next, and probably not for a reason you might first think of, but you know, <laughs> you'll, but. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. So, oh, oh, I'm assuming is this about it's because you're a dad. Yeah, yep. yep. I'm say, got I'm assuming this is, oh, this is dad rage. Yeah. yeah. No, I also was, because, yeah, as someone who has a lot of family who worked in the school system, I also yeah. was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. No, a couple reasons here. But, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Which, yeah. to, to summarize, before, before I let Beef go on a very justified tangent, um, basically, they're like, we got to go get Oz and then we're just going to fuck out of here. Um, they go to the school to pick up Oz. First of all, they park in the middle of the parking lot. Um, and by the middle, I mean like where people need to drive. Very frustrating. Um, and then Allie's like, leave the car running. And then she goes to go get Oz. Um, and then the lady with the checklist is like shaking her head no. And then Allie starts booking it back to the car. And she's like, Winter already picked up Oz and she wasn't alone. So dun, dun, dun. I'm, I'm going to talk about the two things. Let's talk about the one we're all thinking. No, you don't just give a kid from the school to the random person. Like there's a thing. There's like a whole thing where it's like, no, we give them to the parent who's registered or the parent calls in and says, this person's picking them up. You can't do that. Here's the other thing. Okay. So you're in a cult. You just drank a bunch of Kool-Aid. You were planning to escape this, the cult. You sent the kid to school. For yeah. what? Yeah, I had the same thought. Yeah, are you I out of your mind? my thing too. Yeah, is is why why would you let like you are you just watched a guy get shot in cold blood because he wouldn't drink Kool Aid and you're yeah. letting your kid go to school? Are you fucking? You know what, Oz? I'm gonna teach you multiplication tables at home, buddy. You can't. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. You can't skip that math test for anything. Like you've been studying your ass off, Oz. <laughs> Yeah. But moms, I've learned my, my table's so good. <laughs> it's okay, Mickey Mouse. We'll be fine once we get out of the cold. <laughs> I'm so, I was so mad at that, though. It's like, I, yeah, I this I had the same thought. I'm like, wait, why did you let Oz go to school again? Why, like, is there not more pressing things to maybe address first i don't know i like i i always try to think of like what i think the showrunners want us to think and i assume they're like oh they figured he'd be safe there because there'd be people around but like that's a big stretch that's a pretty big leap my my best guess is that 
they knew that Kai would be monitoring it, so if they didn't send Oz, he would be super suspicious. Yeah. Sure. That is very generous. Yeah. 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 Sure. It's very, very, very generous. Um, so now the and again, winter uh, is at the center of this. <laughs> um which uh leads us to our next scene because that's a pretty short scene. Um Winter, who is still the worst at her job, um, leaves Oz with Kai. Um, <laughs> Winter, the the absolute champion of leaving Oz with people he shouldn't be left with, um, leaves him with Kai. Uh, and then here, here's where this arc starts, um, or continues, rather. Um, so Kai starts asking Oz about his dad, just like a lot, um, in a really weird way, kind of the same way Winter was asking Oz about having a dad. Um, which I don't know if they were trying to tie that back together. Like Winter's been trying to help with this since the beginning or whatever. Um, anyway, Oz is like not into it. Um, he's like, I have two moms. Sometimes families have two moms. Like he's very, like Oz is not even like being a little bit brainwashed. He's like, no, sometimes yeah, he's there's even, two. He's not even humoring him. Right. Yeah. 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 Like, he's, he's, he's like, like no, I have a little kid passively owning an adult. Yeah, yeah. Like he's just being a little kid, saying his little kid truth and accidentally owning Kai the and entire time. My favorite is what Kai owns himself because Kai says, um, like, well, you know what? Every happy family is the normal, but every, uh, no, like Oz says, like every family is happy in their own way or special in their own way. And he, and he says, like, every happy family is the same. Every unhappy family is unhappy in their own way. Tolstoy. And, and then Oz goes, Toy Story, which I think actually owns Kai because it's like, why are you dropping toys, <laughs> Tolstoy on like an eight-year-old? Like he's not gonna be like, ah, oh, hmm. yes, but Dostoevsky said. This is, you know what, this I, is what, what Kai gets for quoting Tolstoy to a nine-year-old. Like, that whole scene. Like, what kind of a person, what kind of a person quotes Tolstoy and says they're quoting Tolstoy to a nine-year-old boy? A, a <laughs> literal child. And then when the child goes Toy Story, if his response was to laugh and be like, sorry, that was ridiculous, like, that would be anything, but of course not. He goes, hey, want to see a, a cool thing I do with pinkies or whatever? And then Oz goes, yeah, bitch, Winter already showed me this, I know. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, you haven't awesome. done it with me. You haven't done it with me. And so they do another goddamn pinky promise scene. But we don't actually like get to see this one. Which, God, I wish that they had showed us this one. Because I, they have a lot of explaining to do for the leaps in um, logic that happen in the next five minutes of Oz's characterization. Um, Allie and Ivy show up. And they're like, let us the fuck in. And very funnily, um, as they come into the room, the first thing Allie does is deck Winter in the face. It is a rough episode to be Winter. She is two for two of someone coming in the house and immediately punching her in the face. Um, You'd think this episode would have been uh, the winter of our discontent, <laughs> right? where yeah. Winter gets punched twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and Allie just like punches Winter and then runs past her and they go downstairs and slap Kool-Aid out of Oz's hand that he's about to drink, which I'm like, what even is this reference? Like, do we think that, like, we don't think he's gonna kill Oz like yeah, yeah. We, and, and and by the way he he's like doing a thing where he's like yeah drink this power potion and it'll make you the most powerful or whatever and Oz is just like yeah okay <laughs> it makes no sense it's it's super it's, super weird and he is yeah. drinking like Kool-Aid again I don't know what we're supposed to think like it's like fake steaks because like we already know 
Kai is not poisoning Kool-Aid. Like, we don't <laughs> we don't think that he's about to kill Oz, so I'm not sure really why you know, Allie freaks out either. You know, like, the shitty thing with, like, a dog where you, like, pretend to throw a stick, you know? Like, the American <laughs> Horror Story is doing that to us, you know? Yeah, like, wait, yes. this time I'll do it, I swear! You know, like... 100%. And I need everybody who's not watching along to just keep a mental note that this scene is Allie punching Winter, running downstairs, slapping Kool-Aid out of Oz's hands, which clearly shows that she does not trust Kai, um, and then, like, grabbing Oz to leave. Um, All things that indicate that she does not trust Kai and does not want Oz around Kai. Keep that in mind because it becomes relevant later on. Um, Mm -hmm. Or at least it becomes relevant to me. And then um, Oz goes... I don't remember exactly what context he used it in, but essentially I'm going to boil it down to that he calls Kai daddy. Um, (laughs) Like literally. He's like, daddy wouldn't lie to me or something to that effect. Um, And then Allie just straight up is like, why would, why are you calling him daddy? And she's like, or, you know, I was like, oh, cause he's my daddy. And then Kai's like, yeah, I uh, jacked off at a sperm bank a lot, which no one else in this cult better be doing. I'll know. I'll know if any of you are beating it. Uh, and he says, I've kept close track of my children, which, um, no, you can't, um, part of uh, like part of, if not maybe the most important part of the sperm donor industry is the fact that there is a lot of anonymity going, uh, both directions. They will not let you know who your donor was like directly and they will not let you know who your stuff was donated to. That's, that's kind of the ball game. <laughs> that's it's, the point. It's almost a plot point later in this episode. Like, you would think they almost know how it works, too. What's, like, also very confusing is, like, the show constantly forgets how old Kai is. Because Oz is, again, nine or ten years old. And in, and about a year ago, in one of the flashbacks we saw, oh, yeah. between one and two years ago, um, with him dying, he was 22 or 23, like, fresh out of flunking out of his first year of college. Um, they just Wait. do not know how old he is, which means that ten years he was what, donating sperm at like twelve. Yeah, that Chad shit. When, wow. <laughs> when he's explaining this, he's like, "Yeah, after high school, donating sperm at the sperm bank was basically my job ten years ago." And I'm like, "Why Wait. does he need the red pill? He is the red pill. Yeah. Like, get out of here." Yeah. Um, also, another fun fact. Um, a lot of people probably already know this, but like, I have a lot of like uh, adoption and surrogacy in my family tree. Um. They do not let you donate sperm or eggs if you are on specific types of prescription medications for mental illness. Uh, Adderall's one of them. Um, you cannot donate sperm or eggs if you have ADHD and are medicated for it. Uh, they're like, no, uh, we're doing diet eugenics here and we only want the best uh, <laughs> the best uh, DNA. Um, but we know canonically that Kai takes prescribed Adderall. Um, so that wouldn't even be a thing. Uh, actually, but neither is him knowing who uh, received his sperm donations. Um, also, he says children, plural, um, meaning there are more, but this is never brought up before and never brought up again. Um, <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, and then he's like, doesn't Oz look like me? And everyone's like, shrug. Um, he's a little kid, I guess. Uh, and he's got like kind of kind of curly hair, maybe. Um, and then Ivy and Winter are both like, we should leave Oz with Kai. Um, <laughs> and Allie's like, no. And they're like, no, we should leave Oz with Kai. Um, and they, and then Allie just has to agree to it because there's obviously some tension because Kai says something to the effect of, 
Or we could all because he's like, you guys should go have a little date night together. Um, I'll watch Oz and Ivy and Winter are like, nah, yeah, you're right, good idea. Um, and Allie's like, no. And then Kai is like, or we could all stay here. Like, I guess kind of implying that like he will do harm to them, um, including Oz. Um, but that's not super clear uh, when he says it. Uh, but eventually they do agree to it. And as they're leaving, um, Allie's like, hey, Ivy, what the fuck? Uh, and Ivy kind of says something to the effect of like, I think what we're supposed to interpret it as is Ivy being like, they were either going to kill all of us or just like just Oz maybe. So like we should leave. Like it was either all three of us died or just Oz dies. So we should just leave. Or at least that's what they want us to think that he meant, I I guess. The the other implication is that, and one that is, is valid and makes sense. And again, oops, they accidentally made Ivy make a good point. (laughs) <laughs> a terrible mistake, I know. Um, where she was like, yeah, he thinks Oz is his son. Yeah. He won't do anything to his son. Like, he's a, don't get me wrong, he's a weird little freak, but he's a weird little freak who thinks he has a son and clearly is very excited at the prospect of raising a son. So, like, he won't harm Oz. We're good on that front. He will absolutely harm us. And, th- yeah. Which, that's uh, that's a whole nother thing because, like, again are we supposed to think that Kai is like this omnipotent god who has been planning this from 10 years ago or like is he a weird little 4chan man because like the thing about Oz being his son never mentioned never hinted at never like even addressed with Ivy who's been in the cult for like years now or not years year ish like this is something that's come out of left field and suddenly he's like Oh, by the way, Oz is my kid. Um, but meanwhile, the way he describes it is like he's been keeping tabs on it since Oz was born or something. Um, it really, truly doesn't make any sense for this character arc. For I, I mean, none of the character arcs for uh, again. Kai this makes would sense. Mean he was tracking. He was tracking. This would mean he was like tracking Oz, quote unquote, his son, and following his development. And Oz would have been like six or seven years old when his parents died right yeah so like that would have been going on during that yet during that time kai never made any kind of mention of like well i need to stay strong for my son or anything you know yeah. like nothing nothing like there were places they could if they would have done that if they would have had kai just very quietly say like for my son or something during that scene sure maybe then at least there would have been anything right there would have been anything but alas there's not yeah it's like it is such a paper thin <laughs> plot line to now shoehorn in at the very yeah. end of this the season um then they get home by them i mean Allie and ivy um ivy points out that Allie is acting like a totally different person um which she is uh good good observation ivy this is a totally different person um Allie's like we should murder kai um and ivy's like no we can't do that that's murder and i'm like ivy so many people have died, Ivy. You killed one of them, actually. You've been a part of like a lot of them, but you specifically killed the nail gun guy. Like mm-hmm. you've you've killed many a person. Allie also has killed a few people. Um, like we're we're past that. Like, yeah, murder Kai. I'm on board. Um yeah. Ivy is not. Um, this is this conversation's kind of happening as Allie is making dinner. Um, and they are having kind of a date night. Um <laughs> then like 
Ivy's like, oh, you cooked. Like, again, Ivy is now like, I love my wife. I'm a wife lady now. Yeah. Um, which is very, very bizarre given what we know about Ivy. Um, and then she's like, oh, you got the wine from our honeymoon. Um, I don't hate you anymore, Allie. I love you. You're my wife. Uh, and they start eating. Um, and by they, I mean uh, only Ivy. Um, Allie goes on or begins um, this kind of like not Joker rant. It's more like uh, the guy from Glass. I can't remember his name. The antagonist from Glass. Um Actually, I think his name is Glass. Uh, <laughs> that guy, an Unbreakable. Um, they call him Mr. Glass, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. kind of goes on one of those kind of rants um, where it's like, oh, you're crazy, crazy, but you're like the kind of crazy now that you can't tell. Uh, you're you're the new kind of crazy. Um, and she's like, she starts going on, this is so confusing to me. She starts going on this like rant about her time in the psych ward, air quotes, yeah. um, where she was feeling suicidal and wanted to die. And during that time, Ivy never came and visited her and she wouldn't let her see Oz, which means that she's talking about the time, I guess, when she, quote unquote, was caught cheating with Winter and Ivy yeah. took Oz. Um, mm -hmm. She was never in the psych ward that we saw. Uh, so I don't know when that happened. Also, if that did happen and it was at that time, um, she would be able to understand that at that time Ivy was in the cult and um, obviously wouldn't have come to visit her. I don't know why she's mad about it. Uh, it just really weird. And then she's like, well, I was in there. I found something else to live for. And that was revenge. <sighs> um, and then, well, oh, that was the other thing is as she's telling, as she's like explaining that, like Ivy tries to defend herself for not coming to visit. And she's like, they told me you were insane. And I'm like, <laughs> Ivy, you did that. You made your wife <laughs> that <is> you. insane. <laughs> that was you, Ivy. Ivy. You did that. You very implicitly have said to other members of the cast, I try, I just, in fact, you, you said to Harrison, I believe, when Harrison's wife died, you said, I didn't kill my wife. I just drove her crazy. Yeah. And like you, you have stated to other people, oh yeah, I did this. Yeah. <laughs> <And> now, <laughs> Yeah, and um, but now she's like, but they told me you were crazy. Like she didn't know. Um, very weird. And then like, as she's as Ali is giving this speech about how like now she's not <laughs> scared of things anymore. Um, mm -hmm. because revenge has filled the holes where the phobias lived. Um, Ivy's like, that's not how phobias work. And then Ali's like, doesn't matter. I laced the food with poison. Um, I was so I'm so blinded with rage that I can't see clowns anymore. I just see hate. For what it's worth, this is how I react to spiders. For what it's worth, like this is true. I used to have like a pretty pretty terrible fear of spiders. Now when I see them, it just makes me very mad. So like <laughs> yeah. for what it's worth, I get where she's coming from. It's I can say as someone who's done it, not a fix. <laughs> not, a, not a fix. <laughs> Uh, not I'm, a not a healthy way to cope with that. Not like yeah, just replacing like uh, with a seething rage isn't probably healthy. This is <laughs> this is her like Batman origin story, right? This is just like uh, I learned to conquer fear by, by my hatred of you, wife. 
Enjoy your <laughs> arsenic. <laughs> Wine Which, and by pasta. the way, you may be thinking like, oh, when when I when Allie first says revenge is what fueled me, you might think to yourself, oh, at that point, I'm sure Allie or Ivy's caught on and has stopped eating the food that her wife clearly is no not eating as well or drinking the wine that her wife is clearly not drinking. No, no. Ivy kept eating after that point. Ivy is still just going to town on the pasta and wine. Also, I do like that when this happened, Ivy uh, did at one point go, oh, wow, you cooked. And Allie just goes, I boiled noodles and put your sauce on it. Shut up. <laughs> I I like to that. I, I also like if 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 you were wondering, if you were like, did Ivy like stop eating? You know the food after hearing that. Then I don't know what show you think we've been talking about because of course she didn't. Like she probably didn't really stop when she's like, by the way, I put arsenic in the wine and pasta. And then Ivy would take a few Look, more bites. And be like, oh, this pasta. Oh, sorry. Ivy made the sauce. And you know she's like a Michelin eight-star chef of every genre. So, like, she can't help it. She made the perfect sauce. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only way the butchery stays open, Slow Beef, is that delicious pasta sauce that all butcheries <laughs> are known for. <laughs> it's also very similar to the recipe she uses for her artisanal ice creams as well. Um <laughs> Yeah, the tomato sauce ice cream. <laughs> um, and of Vinny course, right. he was alive to see this. Oh my god! See, that was a throwback. Little did we know that the pasta would be a throwback to everybody's favorite character, the homophobic gym owner, Vinny Ravioli. Vinny Ravioli. <laughs> my sauce right. means death. Who hey. was a real character that we did not just make up right now for a bit? He no, died in yeah, a previous episode. You can um, check the I miss the little I miss the little raviolis they made with the ricotta ice cream inside. It was so good. They call it was so good. Them little shits. <laughs> like, I don't know why. Uh, and yeah, so I, uh, Ivy does go like, "Damn, nice sauce." And then I, Allie's like, "I poisoned it." And Allie goes, or Ivy says, "You didn't poison it. You couldn't hurt me." And Allie goes, "No, real. I no, really, I did. I did it already." And then Ivy's like, "Oh, you mean it." Oh no, I'm bleeding from my mouth, which yeah. <laughs> Ellie says I put arsenic in it, which hey, arsenic is a poison. Um it's not like a particularly fast or humane poison, and it definitely doesn't corrode your throat to the point that you start spitting up blood. It's a heavy metal. <laughs> like it's a heavy metal poisoning. It's really unpleasant and not it wasn't it like grain cleaner. Like, it wasn't yeah, like an instant. She just didn't grain cleaner and told her it was like that to sound cool. Like arsenic, how? And it was really just like I don't know. I poured Which everything from the bathroom. I in personally here. thought it was very considerate of the poison to not work until after Allie had finished her speech because the poison really did wait until the exact right moment. To be like, all right, now we're going to kill Ivy. <laughs> like, it was like, no, let her finish talking. Let her He's finish like, yeah, talking. the poison was just waiting off stage for its cue. Yeah. <laughs> it's yep. like, You're this on. Feels like okay. a great, this feels like a great bit that, like, a parody horror movie could do of just, like, the, the killer is giving his big speech and then, like, the other person starts choking and foaming at the mouth. And he's like, damn it, not yet, not yet, not yet. And he's like, <laughs> trying to, like, get him back up and be like, let me finish, let me finish. <laughs> oh, and at this point, by the way, um, not only does Allie have uh, the mascara and eyeliner, but now she has a middle part. And I assume the reason they do this is because they now want us to be able to identify, like, nah, this is the Allie who fucks. 
Um, because yeah. now she looks different. This is middle part Allie. She's she's this a different lady. Allie. Yeah, this is serious Mrs. Allie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Allie with the part from Ivy on the character select screen. Exactly. And holding start. Yeah. Shin Allie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so da 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 da. Ivy's dead. Um, weird. Honestly, oh, and the last thing that like Allie really says is like before Ivy starts like really dying, like she's already kind of dying, but like she's not dead yet. Is she's like, I only want two things in this world to have Oz to myself and to watch you die. And I'm like, wow, that really sounds like something that the woman we've seen for the last eight episodes would say. I say to myself through gritted teeth, knowing full well that the Allie that we've seen in the last eight episodes would never say that and has never said anything even close to that before. Um, Shin Allie, what are you going to do? <laughs> yep. And um, so then it, that's the end of that scene. And now we're back at another Nazi sleepover um, and featuring Oz this time. Hey, remember how I said there's a template where, like, every so often we have the Nazi sleepover and the cult and all that fun stuff, right? This time we get another Jim Jones one for whatever reason, so we get that one twice. But this time, the point of the story is, no, Jim Jones wasn't killing all the cult members. He was right all along. And then we see Jesus come down to Jim Jones being played by Evan Peters. And Jesus is coming down on these, like, like obvious cables when we see him, but Jim Jones, he's floating, whatever. And he's also played by Evan Peters. And this annoys me because every cult leader, including Kai Anderson, obviously, has been played so far by Evan Peters, right? This is Jim Jones, all that, fun, uh, Heaven's Gate guy, whatever. And Jesus and Andy Warhol in a previous mm -hmm. episode, which, like... Even the Jesus thing, I could be like, maybe they're saying they see him as Jesus. Maybe it's because Christianity was technically a cult when it started, like every religion. But I cannot fucking figure then why he played Andy Warhol. It doesn't work for me. Yeah, the, the only thing I can say is that maybe they were writing it from Baba Booey's perspective. <laughs> and to her, Kai <laughs> really was like the Andy Warhol in that situation. When, when the little Boston Gablin came in to shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting real like Kai Anderson, motherfucker. <laughs> he, really, he really was like a cult member, I swear. And oh, I'm going to get that Andy Warhol. <laughs> so sick of these men cults. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like a hundred percent. God, baby bobsled. And who is not present in this episode. Um. By the way, none of the, again, none of the baby little booty, Nazi fellas. Give me some love it. Sorry. <laughs> The more we say her name, the less it feels like she was actually in the show and it's not just a bit we're doing, but she is in the show and that's her name. Not Baba Booey, but whatever her name actually is. This is like the second time this bit has happened to me today, by the way, because people uh, thought I was making up the Commodore 64 game Flimbo's Quest, which I was not. <laughs> that does exist. And people were so sure. And I just want everyone to know this is not this is one of those where no, really, her name is like bb babbit or whatever yeah. and so we can't we can't help it there's this myth like literally she enters and leaves like a bigfoot like we all saw her we know for sure she was there but from all evidence all episodes past that there's no evidence that there ever was a creature named baba Boo. there never was this this weird lady in druid robes smoking a fat stogie <laughs> she existed i love to hate <laughs> 
<laughs> Get out of here. Oh, that was my freaking wife. He's talking about. <laughs> Oh my god! And again, none of the little Nazi fellas know who Jim Jones is because they're like, ah, this is a real retelling of what happened at Jonestown. Jim Jones definitely did turn into a Jesus zombie, and then Oz immediately turbo owns Kai, and he's like, that didn't happen. And yeah. Kai's like, whoa, 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 what? And it's because Oz is sitting on a chair wrapped in a snuggie, um, surfing the web on his iPhone, and he's like, I'm reading the Wikipedia right now. That never happened to Jim Jones. And I'm like, yeah. damn, Oz the only person who can Google things in this television show. Basically, Yeah, because Kai says that Jim Jones drank the Kool-Aid, and he goes, no, it says it's a self-inflicted gunshot. And then, and then, um... Kai gets up to him and he says, doubters, get no cookies, which, like, what? Like, is that a, is that a kid's nursery rhyme I never heard? What the hell? Yeah, is he's that? also like, Wikipedia is fake news. Oh, and yeah. Oz goes, what? <laughs> what? And then- Also, Kai, like, Kai mm-hmm. chews up four Adderalls. I don't know why that's relevant, but he does it out of anger. He gets super mad at Oz and then chews up four Adderalls. That does nothing. <laughs> it's just something that they had him do for some reason. I want to blame uh, the show House MD for this. I feel like this is House's fault because they regularly had the main character of that show use a bottle of like Oxycontin Vicodin, or Vicodin right? or whatever it was. Vicodin, yeah, yeah. Vicodin as like a prop to show his frustration or stress or him being overwhelmed, you know, like as a signal of, right, he's still human. He would just like randomly crack open a bottle and chew like three Vicodin or oh. whatever. And so I'm, I'm yeah. convinced they're trying to do that, but with Kai and it just like, it doesn't work because, hey, you know what would happen if you just chewed up and ate like 20 Adderall in a day? Um, die. <laughs> you would see spiders coming out of the ceiling and your heart would explode. Like, yeah. it wouldn't be good. It wouldn't be a good I, time. That's I can not, tell you, don't do that. I have accidentally <laughs> taken my Adderall twice because I forgot I took it the second time and I literally uh-huh. could feel my heartbeat in my face. Like, it is not the kind of thing you want to take more than one of on accident. Like, Kai is, for all intents and purposes, dead for chewing mm-hmm. four Adderalls. He's had a heart attack, certainly. Um, also, again, after the doubters get no cookies, because he does say it exactly like that. Like, Slow Beef nailed it. He's like, doubters get yeah. no cookies. No cookies. Because mm-hmm. it's all the, super weird. All of the other adults nearby go, yeah, that's a guy I can follow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and they're like, oh, oh, do you want to know why? Do you want to know why he says that? Because, well, he's at the little Nazi sleepover talking about zombie Jesus, Jim Jones. I kid you not. They are passing out boxes of animal crackers, which, first of all, calling an animal cracker a cookie, sicko shit. Wow. Second wow. of all. Yeah, that's, that's some little house on the prairie thinking is what that is. <laughs> Second of all, as if Oz is like, damn, now I'm not going to get any animal crackers. Um, right? And then, so like, like yeah. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say. Well, I was gonna go on to the next thing he says, which he's like, "Put him in timeout." And then Oz is like, "No, don't put me in timeout." It's like, <laughs> what are you talking? Like, you don't know what that is. Like, is that bad? Even we don't know. Like, I was gonna say it also doesn't work because I have seen children like scream to that degree because they were told by their parents, "Hey, you need to put your shoes on before yeah. we go to the mall," and they will just be like, "No." 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like freak out and run upstairs and start screaming and stomping around and shit. And it's like, yeah, sorry, you can't have a little kid freaking out over being told you're not going to be allowed to do stuff for a bit. Because like, yeah, all ch- I did that. All children do that. It, like, it doesn't have to be an actually threatening thing. You could just you could just tell a kid like, I'm not. You're not going to get to see the Easter Bunny this year in the middle of like November, and they'll still just scream and cry. <laughs> That's just what kids do. <laughs> It's it, it. There's there's so many things. Also, again, like I'm not sure why Kai even let Oz keep his cell phone. That seems like a loose end um, that you wouldn't yeah, right? want a child to have. Um, but that's evidently uh, inconsequential. Also, what happened to the Private Internet Act? Did that get just like over? Was that n- not done? Is that supposed to be something that's like going to happen soon? If so, why did you present that to us and then immediately have it be blown out by a literal child on a phone? <laughs> yeah. It uh, Then that like there is a, a weird like passage of time happens and there's a very very small scene where like Allie shows up at Kai's house and is like banging on the door like give me my child and Speedwagon opens the door and is like no and yeah. she's like, give oh, me, give me my She also kid. has put on her, her, her finest business jeans. Yeah. And is mm-hmm. officially in final form uh, of this episode, at least. She's got the center part, the business jeans, the heavy eyeliner. She is ready to kill Frieza. Yeah. <laughs> and she, so she's going to Frieza's compound. And, she's, um, and, she, and she lets loose is- her battle yop, which is, <laughs> tell Kai to come over. I'm making manwiches. <laughs> I'm making man, which is yes. That is exactly what she says. That is, uh, that's not a bit. She says she does. that. No, she, she really says does. that. She that's says that to Speedwagon's face, which is funny because Speedwagon's like, oh no, I'm not trying to be like threatening. I actually don't know where Kai is. I'm assuming he has Oz. Um, and she's like, tell him I'm making manwiches, and he's invited yeah, to weir- dinner. Weirdly reasonable response from Speedwagon too, where she's just like, "Where's my son?" And he goes, "Oh, I actually, sorry, I actually don't know. Where's Kai? I, he left earlier this morning. Sorry, yeah. I, I actually don't know. Like, as far as I know, you're still part of the cult, and like, even if he's being weird, he seems to like your kids. So I, yeah. I assume I, I should be nice to you too. And then she's just like, "Well, I." Tell Kai dinner, my place. <laughs> Manwitches. Manwitches. Hamburger helper. It's, it's gonna help him. I'm making. I'm making, I'm making heteronormative food. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna love it. <laughs> and so, like an ash she, that, you know what BB is. <laughs> <laughs> Where's BB Babbit? I gotta know what BB Babbit is. Manwitches. <laughs> Where's Baby Bronto? Oh. I love. BB Babbitt would hate manwitches. BB Babbitt would fucking hate manwitches. It's a good thing she's not here or like in Part the show anymore. Part of the scum anymore. manifesto was their design document for womanwitches. Yeah. <laughs> Part of her story is re- rebranding manwitches. The history of the womanwitch. This is what BB Babbitt's been up to behind the scenes is like getting on that manwitch, uh, the manwitch manifesto. Also surprised they didn't change the name of manifesto to womanifesto. Feels like that was a missed opportunity. Um, I was still that's... busy with the Zodiac plan. I can't believe it didn't go anywhere. Get me a womanage quick. Um, Make it for me, all... Bellhop. Come on. That's all that happens in that scene. Um, Now Allie's at the sperm donor clinic. Um, 
then she's like arguing with the front desk lady and she's like I gotta know I gotta like this is important my child's like life is on the line I need to know who did this sperm donation and she has like the fight like the file for Oz um the lady's like we don't do that here we don't tell we we just can't like it's confidential and she's like what if I that would be a huge HIPAA violation we would have to close our business forever uh no I'm not giving this to you and then Allie goes what about for twenty dollars and she goes "Mm, okay yeah (laughs) woman to woman Um, please it's like okay you got me yeah all right all right, and sister. Then she she takes Allie's money. So now Allie has given her the money, right? So it's exchanged mm-hmm. hands already. The bribery's happened. Um, the lady just reaches behind her desk and is like, "Here it is. Here's the file for the guy who nutted." Um, which is I just weird have that they that. keep that. Yeah, we just have that behind my my desk for some reason, the receptionist desk. Um. And the lady's like, here you go. And of course, it's not Kai in the folder. Ooh, it's he's not the dad. Surprise, surprise. Um, and then like Allie is like, thank you for this also. And then she like gets super threatening and is yeah. like, you're going to do something else for me. And I'm like, you didn't threaten the lady. You bribed her and you already gave her the bribe. So like, why would she do anything else for you? Also, you're being weird now. Uh, it's probably more appropriate that she calls security. Um, I don't know why she ends up helping you. She does, and we don't see it, but she does uh, oblige Allie for whatever it is that she asked for. Um, but now it's time to cook manwiches. So now we're back at home with Allie, who is cooking manwiches actively. Now here is maybe one of the most uncomfortable scenes in this show. Um, she's cooking manwiches in their kitchen. And by there, I mean her kitchen. Um, cause Ivy's dead. Uh, mm. and then Kai like comes up behind her, um, real quietly, doesn't make any noise, not even really sure how he got in the house. Um, and then like gets up <clears throat> behind her, like in like a sexy way, like you would do, like if you were married, um, like kind of resting his chin on her sh- shoulder, right. um, sniffing the man witches. Um, and he's like, oh, I've been dreaming Get the fuck of out of my office. all week. Oh no, that's the other guy, sorry. That's the other guy. That's the guy with the gimp in the attic. Right, Sorry, right, right. it's an easy yeah. it's an easy mistake to make. Sure, um yeah. But like even that saying, very odd. Him being like, I've been dreaming of your cooking all week. Like, she made you a manwich before and you didn't even eat it, I don't think. You made Speedwagon eat it. Um Remember, remember what I said earlier about keep in mind their last interaction was Allie going apeshit bananas on him um for trying to give Oz Kool-Aid. Uh he has no reason to trust Allie at this point because the last interaction they had was her very clearly not trusting him and being like, we got to get the fuck out of here. And like, he clearly thought something was up because he pulled Oz out of school. Like mm-hmm. he should not at this point be chill with Allie. But for some reason he's like, I've had a big weird lesbian crush on you and I have wanted to taste your manwiches for a whole week now. Um, Allie is like pretending to be into it. Um, and then Kai gets mad about Oz's name 
And he's like, mm-hmm. who even named him that? And Allie's like, I did. It's It means King of Kings. And then, <laughs> like, walks the, out of the room. That famous poem about Ozymandias, the king who nothing bad ever happened to or anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the famous character from The Watchmen who was good and everyone trusted him and it worked out great for everybody. And he definitely didn't blow up multiple cities as part of a unification plan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, his statue's still there in the desert. He must be doing fine, right? Anyway. <laughs> Has there ever been like a positive role model? I'm just starting to think through like every work of fiction that has a character named Ozymandias, and I think they literally all eat shit. Like, I think oh, yeah. that is literally like yep. they are either all bad people who do terrible atrocities or they get. They get ruined at the end. That's yeah. the whole point of the poem. It's just like there's no like nothing lasts forever. Power is fleeting. All that stuff. But like, nah. I think that's. I, I saw the word king and I was sold. You know. And it's a cool name. And we're I'm, supposed to be like millennial liberal hipsters. So of course we picked a weird name for our kid. It just barely beat out Oedipus, who was also a king, and we didn't read any further. If so. we had Midas. Oedipus Osmandius. Those were our three I mean, options. If you're going to name your kid Oedipus, I think as long if you have two moms, that at least does reduce some threat. Right? Yeah. <laughs> does raise another one, though. Raises a different risk way higher. So, um, Kai just totally is cool with all of this and is like, yeah, okay, yeah, that sounds good. How's it going? And I think the implication here is, oh, God, this might be a reach, and I apologize if so, is that Kai remembered Ivy talking about how much she hated that Allie was the one who carried Oz the whole time, Mm -hmm. and Kai thinks... Oz might be his son, so he has a weird attachment to the woman who carried his child even though he wasn't there and had nothing to do with it. Right. I think that's what they're going for, but again, it doesn't add up when Allie literally sprinted across a room through a room of adversaries to slap a cup out of her child's hand to protect her from Kai. (laughs) Like, it... Yeah. to protect him from Kai. Yeah, I, it just doesn't. I think to that end, I think that like, I it really feels like that scene in episode like one or two where Winter is first introduced to Oz and is like, who's your real mommy? Like, I think they were like, remember when we had Winter say that really weird shit to Oz? Let's make that a plot point later on. Let's make that like actually relevant and not just make it some weird sicko shit that Winter said, even though it would... Winter, like, suggests doing bath salts casually and, at one point. Um, Like, just let her say weird shit. We didn't need to make a plot about it. But, you know, it's, like, like ridiculous about this, too, because, like, also, then, even if that was supposed to be, like, a little bit of a, like, hint that Kai's really his father, right? Kai makes it clear, too, like, no, you were just one of many projects, right? Or uh, Allie does, I think, right? Where it's just like, no, we were, like, yeah. doing tons of things. There's nothing special about you, Allie. It's like, no, there is, because allegedly his son is there, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so and then work. Yeah, sorry. Like uh, it's then she like first of all, first of all, mm. they're sitting at a table very far apart from each other, and without hesitation, Kai starts going to fucking town on the manwich. Just starts housing the manwich and is making like noises about it. Is very um, into it. He 
I did clip it and, and, and tweet it, and I believe it has been retweeted by the, the great and terrible AHS Twitter, which I believe is at G-A-T underscore A-H-S. Um, let me let me watch, because it's like a 20-second scene where it's shot, reverse shot with, by the way, Ali and Kai uh, sitting as far apart at the table as they can. Like, it is a long table, and they are at the most opposite ends they can be. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's cutting back and forth. And it's like a 20 plus second shot of Kai picking up the man, which then it cutting back to Allie looking at him intensely, then cuts back to him taking a big bite. And then, yeah, he just kind of makes a big, a big noise. Uh, his <laughs> eyes roll into the back of his head and he goes, yum, <laughs> man, <witch." laughs> Or I'm sorry, more accurately, yum. Manwich. It's like so brutal. <laughs> oh my god. And then he's like, Where's Ivy? And she's like, In the trunk. I killed her. Uh, I poisoned her. And Kai's like, Dope. And keeps eating the manwich. Um, doesn't at all suspect that Allie might have also poisoned him. Don't worry, she didn't. Um, but he just doesn't care. He's just slamming the manwich anyway. I mean, at that point, you're already. Two or three bites into the man, which like you might as well finish it. Um, it would be rude not to finish it at this point. Um, and then she like slides him this paperwork, which I guess the insinuation is that she got like the lady at the clinic to like Photoshop or like scan <laughs> a picture of Kai. I don't know where that came from. Um, onto <laughs> the actual paperwork, so, so like it looks like he's actually Oz's dad. Um, do you know how much you'd have to bribe a medical official to do this? Oh, do you yeah. know how much you'd have to you'd have to bribe somebody to not just break HIPAA, which is already like right. Welcome to fuck city population, you. Yeah. Uh, on top of that, now fabricating evidence of like someone being someone's parent. Yeah, forging medical documentation is a felony, I'm sure. Like, or or up there, especially if it's something that could be used in like, Like, you know, hearings over who gets to keep the kid. Back back end child support, you know, you owe this child support because you're actually the father. You know, that's that's fraud. That there's a lot here at stake. That twenty bucks won't cover. (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot. Which is again, this is pretty confusing because like, we as the audience, um. All we know is that Kai already thinks that he's Oz's dad. Um, I'm not sure why Allie needed to trick him into believing it. Um, he's the well, one who said it. Uh, so he says it. He says, I spoke this into existence to Allie later. So he was just saying it and like hoping it was true. But now that she's confirmed it's true, he's like, wow, I made it. Ha- I wasn't actually sure. But now I do know I spoke. I spoke it so hard it became true. And like. So he was just doing it and hoping he was right, but then Allie confirms he was right, which why, again, why would you say that to Allie? Why would you break the rule number one to your cult member and be like, oh yeah, that was bullshit, but thanks yeah. for letting me know it's, it's not actually bullshit. <laughs> like, uh, <what>? And like, <laughs> the thing about it is like, and then he's like, we did it. We made a Messiah baby. And I was like, oh fucking right. That was a fucking thing, wasn't it? I forgot he tried to bang his own sister to make a Messiah baby. You're right. Like, that is a fucking plot line, isn't it? 
Sort of, because then it's like, wait, though, yeah, it's, yeah, you're right, because it's like, you tried to bang her with, like, the transitive property or whatever, that's right, and then it's like, yeah, oh my god, what the hell is But, like, that, again, doesn't make any sense, because if he was, if he felt like he needed to, like, by the power of, like, projection, bang his own sister to make a messiah baby, um, what about all that shit where he kept close, uh, close eyes on all of his alleged children, um... Why why is that not more relevant? If the Messiah baby is like something that he's actually super like aggressive about, how come he's never mentioned it until now? And why did he feel the need to impregnate his sister instead of just like, I don't know, going after one of the other kids that he allegedly keeps track of? Like the whole thing, it feels like they were like, we got to get one more storyline in here before we hit the finale. What can we just squeeze in there. Uh, we bring back the Messiah baby thing. Um, it's it's super weird. It's a, then they like embrace. It's very weird. Um, then the last scene is Allie and Kai hiding Ivy's body, which they have taken her up to the room where his parents are, and he does say something pretty funny. <laughs> he says something pretty funny. Where yeah, they're they're carrying Ivy's body. And Allie, um, reasonably, is like, oh, it goes on top of the body pile and gets ready to throw Ivy up on top of the bed with the other two corpses. And Kai goes, oh, no, the bed's for family. And then just dumps her on the floor, (laughs) which is, (laughs) again, just I know the actor knew it was hilarious. I bet at least one of the writers knew it was hilarious. But like, damn, the show sure doesn't present it as though it's supposed to be hilarious. I think, honestly, that was probably Evan Peters, like, who's a talented guy, probably, like, doing that improv. You know what I mean? Like, trust me, it's funny. I I hope so. I hope so. Because the delivery is very very funny because it's so offhand. Like, yeah, it almost feels like a ride that has, uh, like, a line that has to be an ad lib because of how casually it was delivered. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like in in a previous episode where they were, like, doing the flashback and, like, they interact with that lady in the hell house and she's like i'm dying i've actually been kidnapped like it, i'm i'm bleeding out like this guy has me hostage he goes damn that sucks and then he keeps <laughs> walking like they give him occasionally or he just like evan peters just does a one-liner and it's like super funny and i'm like just let just let him do that just let yeah. him do that like just let him do it like don't try to write his character into being funny just let him say shit like he, he does a good job usually when you let him do that so just like let him do it but they don't um then so ivy's in the room with and he dumps more lie on ivy um then uh <laughs> no he doesn't dump lie on ivy let's be clear here he sprinkles a little bit of, of it on <laughs> Ivy. Like, I put more salt on steaks than, yeah. <laughs> than he put lie on a dead body. It's outrageous. Like, <laughs> like it legitimately looks... It's like the amount of, like, baking soda I spread on a carpet before I, like, vacuum it up. Like, Which that's it. I, it. It's just not a lot. <laughs> you know, I wasn't paying attention. Do either of you remember, was Vincent's body on the bed with the parents? I don't think we ever saw that happen until now, right? Well, or was period, it when I'm they sorry. came in? No, I don't think so. It was only two bodies, I think. Oh, you're right, so you're right. So the bed's not for family. You, you're, you're a damn liar is what you are. Wait, like, Vincent's dead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He died. Yeah. Uh, he, Kai killed him. because he was, Kai uh, killed him in the last episode. What? When did that happen? The they end. kill so many people and yeah. it's so unimportant that it's like easy to lose track. Wait, why Remember did he kill he, Vincent? Because he disrespectfully cuts off his finger when they're doing pinky power. 
and then turbo oh, stabs him with like shears. Right, right, right. Because yeah, they can't right, decide right, if Vincent's right. in the cult or not, and that that episode he wasn't, you know. So which yeah. sucks. Sucks that the episode that he might have died was one where he wasn't in the cult because it did end up getting him killed. Yeah. Um, <sighs> lose you lose, kind of Vincent. <laughs> That's the American yeah, hard really story. <laughs> really lost the coin flip there. Um. And then, like, they kind of have a moment where he's like, I'm so excited to be a real family. And I'm like, like, 20 minutes ago, you were super upset that Oz Googled, like, Wikipedia. Um, Also, you have no reason to trust Allie. Uh, This is a weird development. But, like, they're embracing. The three of them are embracing. Which, by the way, Winter has Oz again for some reason. Um, I don't know why we keep leaving Oz with Winter, but he's with Winter. And then, like, he leaves Winter's side. And they do, like, a group hug, everybody except for Winter. Um, and like Allie looks at the camera with like a sneaky hee hee glare, like I, I'm the one in charge now. I'm the mastermind. He 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 he. And then the winter the show is so inexplicable at this point too, because like, why is winter still here? Uh, multiple times I wondered that because at one point during the uh, everyone being forced to drink the Kool Aid scene. She legitimately, like, yells at Kai, this wasn't the deal. You said you would protect me or whatever. Um, And then now, Allie literally... Hey, everybody. Does anyone remember what the last thing Allie did when she saw Winter was? Like, on reflex? Like, didn't think, (laughs) just did it? Because it was punch her in the face. It was absolutely (laughs) just level Winter. Um, So why is everyone just cool with it? Like, look, I... I've been in some fights and I've had some times where me and a friend have punched each other and then afterwards been like, that was stupid. We should move on. Um, but it wasn't because uh, they were involved in kidnapping my son. No. <laughs> yeah. Know? Or fucking my wife or yeah, being involved not- in a murder cult, you know. That's not like a I'll buy beers next time kind of thing, you know. It's like that's, yeah. 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 yeah no. That's. Who wants to say what the next episode is called? Because it's bad. Does anybody you gotta, know? You gotta see my lovely wife, bad bunny in it. He's there. I'm way back. I, I think you got it. I think you got it, Liz. I think you get to tell us. Do it. Uh, you know what? Can you do it in the style of... Um, Oh, God, I forgot her name. The real woman who shot Andy Warhol. But not the real woman. I wanted in the style of American Horror Stories. A little goblin, a little Boston goblin. Yeah, 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 yeah. The next episode's called (laughs) Charles, parentheses, Manson in charge. (laughs) It's literally a Charles in charge joke. What? Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah. For, for who is this? Who is that joke for? By the way, like who are any of the title jokes for? Because it's not the people who watch the show. No, it was um, for me because I watched the show and I'm like, I can't wait to see what the next episode title is after Val- Valerie Solana's scumbag or whatever the hell. And it was like, are you kidding me? Really? So, um, does anyone want to guess when the last episode of Charles in Charge uh, aired? 1963. <laughs> November 10th, 1990. It did start yeah. in 1984. It's not that old of a show. It's Damn. not like they named it like Gilligan's Island of <laughs> Killing or whatever. They should have. They should have. That would have been really good, actually. I would have respected that them a bit. Been, yeah, um, but still, that does mean they um, they named their episode after something that came out when I was like, like nine months old or like ended when I was nine months old. So maybe not the hottest piece of reference they could have gone with. <laughs> hey, 
Hey, who's the boss of murder next time on American Horror Story? Hey, I'm Tony Ravioli Danza. Oh, wait. Wait, is Charles in Charge a spinoff of Happy Days? Oh, wait, I think it is. Yeah, I think it's, it is okay, a spinoff. Wait. One second. wait, if it's a spinoff of Happy Days, mm-hmm. Liz, I'm sorry. I was wrong because that show did air in 1974 and was set in the 50s oh, and 60s. No, so. no, 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 no. Yeah. you're thinking of Scott Baio, like uh, everybody loves Chachi or whatever it is. I think that was, I think, I think uh, the spinoff of Happy Days. This well, is a rabbit well, hole. Not, I think okay. a lot of shows okay, are wait. spinoffs of is other shows. Charles, is Charles is Charles in a spinoff? Well, not an official spinoff. It's notable that Chachi's given name in Happy Days was Charles, with Chachi being a nickname. In Charles in Charge, Bayo played Charles. His last name was never revealed over the course. Oh, so it's like a oh. theoretical tie-in oh. to Happy Days. Fandom tie, I see. This is a different rabbit hole for another podcast. We should for start. another podcast, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, th- thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, I'll, I guess we'll catch you next time with Charles Manson in charge. <laughs> Woof.